Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, December 20th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Good evening, everyone. Paul Swan, your host. Were you with me this morning when we got off the air about 2.30, almost close to 3? Were you with me this morning? If you were, thank you. And if you weren't, we're going to go over a little bit of what we talked about yesterday or technically this morning as the herd not winning last night. Unfortunately, the herd falls to UTSA and the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl 35-17. So we're going to recap a lot of that. And, of course, we're going to hear from you because you had to be up late last night if you want to uh, hear a lot of the post-game comments and, and get a lot of feedback from what happened. That thing went on forever, it felt like. So finally we got on the air and... You had to be a diehard, or you had had a lot of caffeine. And trust me, I've hit the caffeine today. I want to thank some of my coworkers today. I definitely felt your pain last night as we were talking about it. And we'll talk about it more with you. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And, of course, I want to get your feedback on this. We've had some time now. It's not been 24 hours, but we've had some time and some separation from the game. And we're going to hear from Coach Huff in just a bit. We're going to hear from Eli Neal. Uh, we're going to hear from Jane Harrison. We're going to get their comments. And, of course, we're going to talk a little bit more about signing day as well. Now, the list is coming as we speak. You know, We're finding out more and more. And... I've already had a couple of people who have messaged me our text line again, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You know, this stuff is early. This stuff is always early. You get this list and you think, okay, you know, which kid stands out? Where's the impact player? You know, a lot of people sometimes look at where they're ranked three-star, four-star, five-star. And I've already got a couple of texts from the text line. One texter said that today's signings look like they belong on that team we saw last night. Also, another texter says that they're just not impressed, that they figure the two transfer wide receivers will play, but the rest seem pretty useless. So I don't know. I don't know. Early evaluations are kind of not smart on my part because there are a lot of kids that are going to come in and they're going to do fantastic and they're going to be standouts for the Thundering Herd. And there's going to be a lot of kids that will come in and they're going to be bust. Didn't work out. There's going to be maybe somewhere in between all of that, either a boom or bust, and then somewhere in between. And some kids that are coming in will not be here in a couple of seasons. Maybe next season. Maybe in three years, four years. Maybe we'll stay and then there'll be a, a grad transfer. Who knows? So it's kind of tough to kind of balance all of that evaluation. Like, what does this kid bring to the Thundering Herd? And, of course, we'll hear more down the line what Coach Huff and what his staff think of the incoming 
signees for National Signing Day. And we'll get your text in as well. Again, I'm going to open it up. We're going to do that all show. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. And, of course, last night with the bowl game, it started out well for the Thundering Herd. Marshall jumps out to a 14-0 lead. And I'm thinking, all right, this is where it's going to be. The Herd's going to steamroll here. And, unfortunately, after that, offense kind of shut down. What did you think of Cole Pennington last night? What did you think of his performance? He was under a lot of stress in that game. There were a lot of issues, and I'm not trying to make excuses for him, and at the same time, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. There were opportunities there. I like the fact that he had the ability to, to go deep. I like that. I thought he played well for the situation he was in. I'm not going to declare him the savior of Marshall football at the quarterback position. At the same time, I'm not going to tell you, oh, it was terrible. We would have won with Cam Fancher. I'm not going to say any of that. But I think he did what he could with what he had to work with and the scheme he was working in. And you got to realize you were missing a lot of key components of your team. And we can talk about Rasheen Ali as well. We can do that with you now. And we'll hear from Coach Up. What he said the reason was that Ali didn't play the rest of the game. Said that the trainer said he was unavailable. And that's partially true. According to a couple of people that I have been talking to today, close to the program, they told me that that was not a coach's decision. That was Rasheen Ali's decision that he wasn't going to play that much. He did it out of love for the fans, and he came because you know he believes in Marshall and loves the fans. He did it because he wanted to at least go to the game, be supportive, you know, play a little bit, but he wasn't going to put that much in. And he went a little bit over what he was expected, or at least he was expecting to do. And that's according to a couple of sources that I spoke with today that are closer to the program than I am. And so whatever the decision may be, if it was his decision, I'm good with it. If it was coach's decision, he said the trainer said he wasn't available, I'm good with it. I know it's disappointing. You would like to see Rasheen Ali be there for the full game. And I think Marshall, dynamically, the offense is better with him in the lineup. Now, with that said, It's disappointing that Marshall lost the game. It's always disappointing when Marshall loses a game. I think that's without saying. There's no other way to say it. When Marshall loses, it's disappointing. Absolutely. No one, or at least no one here, is reveling in it right now. I mean, I know a couple of people that are are reveling in it. And you know who you are. But nobody's happy. Coach Huff wasn't happy. A lot of fans last night, and again, this is all reaction last night to the game, reaction from fans last night, and cooler heads may have prevailed since, but a lot of people wanted Coach Huff gone now. They were disappointed. They wanted Coach Huff gone, and I don't think that's going to happen. You're going to see you know, Coach Huff for at least one more season, 
And then after that, we'll see what happens. You know, if there's significant progress, he's probably coming back. If there isn't significant progress, then decisions need to be made as far as what the administration wants to do. If Coach Huff wants to be a coach at Marshall, does the administration concur? I mean, there will be conversations. There are conversations right now, and nobody can tell you really what the full extent of those conversations are except the uh, the administration and Coach Huff. But you know, last night the reaction, instant reaction was, oh, this was embarrassing. We want him gone. Yeah, he's got to go. Can can we can we band together and, and get the buyout going now? I mean, I get it. A lot of people were angry last night, and that was last night. This is now. So where are you at now? Did did you calm down a little bit? Are you still angry or are you disappointed? Three zero four three nine six talk three zero four three nine six eight two five five. Texture says, if a player tells you they only plan to play part of the game, why would you even take them on the trip? Well, if the player says that they will play, but they're going to limit their playing ability. But they're willing to go. They're not entering into the transfer portal. They're not doing anything that you know would mean that they're going to another team. Nothing like that. I'm okay with it. I mean, Rasheen Ali has done a lot for Marshall, done a lot for the program. He's fun to watch. Also, why would you tell the other team that Rasheen Ali is not going to be there? That's the thing. You got to keep that stuff in mind. You know, if a player hits the transfer portal, yeah, it's out there. Like, you can't hide that. It, the kid's in the transfer portal. And so. If you're game planning against an opponent and you know that their star wide receiver is not going to be there or their star running back's not going to be there, you can plan a little bit better. Now, if you've got a plan for Rasheen Ali and he might not be into the game plan the way that he usually is, you still got a plan for him. You have to take time to plan for him. And you'll hear coaches' comments in a few minutes. And again, what he said was it was getting to the point in the game where you know we needed to throw more than run. That's where we were. We were falling behind. We needed to throw more than we needed to run. And so his his time would have been limited anyway. And again, if it's his decision, I'm good with it. If it's coach's decision, I'm good with it as well. Because for me, at the end of the day, I would love to have seen Marshall win this game. And I always want to see Marshall win. That's one thing that we all can agree on. We want to see Marshall win. At the same time, and honestly, at the same time, this isn't for the national championship. This is for the trophy that they give you for winning the game, and it's a nice trophy, and you want to win that. You want to have that accolade. Hey, look, we won our bowl game. That's something you want to be on the winning side when it comes to bowl games, you want to have that shiny new trophy you can take into you know, the facility building, wherever you display them. You want to have that shiny new trophy and tout that. But at the end of the day, more now than ever, with the way that the transfer portal works, the way that kids are today either declaring themselves unavailable for the game, the way the transfer portal is working now where 
Kids are putting themselves into the transfer portal right away. They want to look for their new opportunity. This is not a – I'm not saying it's meaningless, but it's an opportunity for the kids that do stay to play and to have a good time and then play to win. But I'm not going to lose too much sleep over this one. If Marshall would have won this, oh, that's great. That's great. Marshall won the bowl game. Congratulations. I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy for you. It's great. And then we turn the page. Marshall lost the bowl game. I hate that for this, a lot of these kids. And I'm disappointed. And I'm not apathetic to it. I'm disappointed alongside of you. But at the end of the day, the way this roster was shaping up, Marshall had a team, and Marshall went out and played and, and did its duty. And you know, this, team, this team could have been undefeated, and you could have had players declare, well, you know what, we're, we're not, we're not going to play in the bowl game. This was not the team. This was not the full complement of Marshall football players going out there. And so I think the bowls have become devalued in my mind, is what I'm saying. The bowls are important. It's an experience for these kids. And I hope that every year that Marshall gets a bowl, that these kids have a hell of a time and a great experience. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I still believe there are too many bowl games. I still believe that there needs to be some way to regulate all of this. But you're going to lose kids to the transfer portal. You're going to lose kids that are going to transfer out. You're going to lose kids that will decide they're not going to play in the bowl game, that they're going to declare for the draft early, whatever. And if there's a kid that's eligible for the draft and they want to declare, let them do it. If there's a kid that uh, isn't coming back next year, let them go. I get it. Texture says, what's the basis for comparison for improvement in order for Huff to remain after next season? Is it six or six, or is it seven and three? Holiday's last season. I think you need to be in the hunt for a championship in the conference. Honestly, for the fans, for the fans to be on board with this. And fans aren't going to ultimately make the decision, but will they? Because without fan support, you don't have a program. If nobody's showing up at the stadium to watch herd football, nobody's buying season tickets, nobody's showing up, I think the fan's voice will be heard. Now, if Marshall's winning games and being competitive and showing signs of improvement, then you got to look at it. But I think you have to have a winning record in conference. You have to be in the conversation, in the hunt, all season long for a berth in the Sun Belt Conference championship game. I don't think you have to win the championship, but I think that that would definitely help. But you have to be in the conversation. You have to show improvement because everything that matters, I think Marshall's doing as far as developing young men, making sure these young men have opportunities, making sure that these young men have a chance to get a great education. 
I think these young men are gaining valuable lessons in life. I think that Coach Huff is doing all of these things, as every football coach does and should. And so all of that is great, and it, it's expected, though. That's not the metric here. Now, if you have a coach that underperforms in those regards, you need to have that conversation as well. But I think, at least from the fan point of view, you're going to be competing for a championship. Because remember, when Bobby Pruitt coined that, we play for championships, that was the battle cry. Marshall, we play for championships. Well, Marshall hasn't played for championships in a while in football. And so that's definitely going to hurt. Now, if you think that the metric is a little higher, it's got to be a championship. Or do you think the metric's going to be, okay, be respectable, show progress? Maybe they're not going to hit a home run. Maybe they're not going to hit a home run right away. But be competitive. I mean, look, other than Chris Grassy right now, other than Chris Grassy, I think every coach is going to have that conversation. What the metric of success look like after the season is done? And even then, Chris Grassy has that conversation with himself. He He's happy they won the Sunbelt Conference regular season title, the tournament, and I'm sure he's kicking himself because, well, they didn't win the national championship. I mean, that's his, that's his level of success. This trophy, this trophy, this trophy. We got these two trophies. Didn't get this other trophy. Good year. Not the year I wanted. Those expectations are realistic for men's soccer. What are the expectations for Marshall football? Sunbelt Conference East Division. That's realistic. Sunbelt Conference Championship. Okay, that's realistic. Winning a bowl. Realistic until you see what the transfer portal does for you. And then the extra push is, okay, can can the herd start building the program? Can the herd be one can Marshall be like Liberty and get into uh New Year's Six Bowl? You know, that's a that's a that's a reach goal right there. Get into a New Year's Six Bowl. Or okay, can Marshall be the highest ranked member of the group of five and get into the college football playoff. Yeah, that's a that's a reach goal there. But I think the realistic expectations are going to change every year because you're going to have to try to retain. You're going to have to try to manage the transfer portal. You're going to have to also, you know, be able to put a consistent product out there. And some of you have also told me that look, we want exciting play. We want football that's fun to watch. Okay, you want winning football? You want football that's fun to watch? What if winning football is boring? Are you on board with that? What if Marshall goes undefeated and it's boring? Are you down with that? There's a lot of questions to be asked is, is what I'm saying. We're going to take our first break. we we got a lot to get into. We're going to hear from Coach Huff. If you didn't hear his comments last night, we'll hear a little bit more of what he had to say And we'll hear a little bit more of what you have to say on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
Menards is celebrating Ryan Blaney's NASCAR championship with 12% off everything till Christmas. Keep warm in your garage or workshop with a Dynaglow electric heater. A 7,500-watt heater can warm up to 750 square feet and can be controlled by a remote or with your phone. Stay comfortable with a Dynaglow electric garage heater. $289.95 after 12% off. Hurry in before Christmas Day. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. Sorry, no price adjustments. See store for details. Working Man Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Healing Hands, Dickies, Cherokee, and Med Couture at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 140 5th Avenue, Huntington. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball to college football, bowl games, and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place. Your home away from home. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to our Wednesday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line's still open. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Back to the text line. Texter says, I respect that Rasheen Ali is getting ready for the NFL, but heck, play or stay home. 
Also, Pennington had a rating of 19. Offensive line was terrible. The D got tired, and the coaching staff didn't seem to care. I can't speak to the coaching staff caring. I'm Call me naive, but I would think that the coaching staff cared. I would think that the coaching staff cared. But to your point, the offensive line was under siege. UTSA did play a pretty good game. Defensive line got tired because the defensive line was out there for a while. I mean, at one point, it was it, I was looking at the stats and I'm thinking, man, it feels like third down, everybody's getting a first down. Nobody could get a stop on third down. And so the good news is it's over. The bad news is you're going to have to think about it for a while. And the good news is it's over. And whatever happened, there's going to be a, a sort of a reset coming anyway because you're, you're having new coaches come in. There's going to be some changes. And of course, you're going to have new personnel coming in and new players coming in. All of that's happening, the transfer portal, signing day. You're getting a lot of recruits coming in and signing with the program, and you're adding some players out of the portal. So it's understandable that you're not happy with the result. But at the same time, it feels like it's a reset. Texter says, why do the taxpayers of West Virginia fund an athletic scholarship to Marshall University receive a free education for Rasheen Ali? The answer to that question is the answer to whether or not he should have played. Don't forget, there's also the Big Green. There are different sources of monies coming in to the university. The taxpayers of West Virginia aren't footing the entire bill for the athletic departments uh, in college athletics. You know they they got to go out and fundraise. You know, I don't have a I don't have an exact breakdown of like where every dollar comes from and where it goes. But at the same time, the NCAA has opened this up for the transfer portal. The transfer portal is opened up now, and so players have the ability to move about. And we're seeing lawsuits now to allow the transfer rules to open up even further to prevent what we saw at West Virginia and other places where basketball players and other players were sitting out because they were ruled ineligible. Because now there's money involved. There's name, image, and likeness. There's name, image, and likeness. And so if we're going to hold everyone to the standard of, well, you're getting a scholarship, you should play the entire season, or you repay that, I don't think that holds up. I don't think that holds up in any court and land. You got a scholarship. To play football, he played football. And if he says, I'm not going to play, and this is anyone, what are you going to do? Obviously, he is he's done. He is done, and he is moving on to the next phase of his life. And so here we are. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. It's an interesting argument. I'm not dismissing the argument. It's an interesting argument. 
and it's one that we should have a conversation about. Where are the players' loyalties? And if the coach is good with it, I mean, he played. He made a decision. He played, and then he didn't. And there are players that are leaving. What about players who uh, enter the transfer portal before the bowl game? You know, should they repay the scholarship money? Some of them are on scholarship. Some of them aren't. So it, it varies. So how do we address that? Texter says, one word, improvement. Haven't seen it since the Bama coach took over, referring to Coach Huff. 850000 would be well spent, referring to what it would take to buy out Coach Huff. Texter says, one of the things that someone in our watching group noted is that our opponent's backup quarterbacks are often better than Fancher was. There were some good, good quarterbacks that Marshall faced this year. And... I don't want to pick on the kid. I don't want to pick on the kid at all. There are some programs that are taking a look at Fancher that we've seen that were interested in maybe having him come after he entered the transfer portal. I think the jury is still out on how good of a quarterback Cam Fancher could be and will be. And how much of that was Cam Fancher? How much of that was coaching? How much of that was Personnel, how much of that involves everyone around. I wouldn't put it all on Cam Fancher. I wouldn't put it all on the coaching staff. I wouldn't put it all on the personnel. But in some combination, we'll find out. If Cam Fancher goes somewhere else and succeeds and excels, then we have a different picture than what we saw here at Marshall. I want to hear from Coach Huff. I want to get some of his comments. Let's skip his opening statement. Let's go into the full body of his comments. You know what? I'll tell you what. We're doing this on the fly here because I do want to hear it. Uh, let's hear. Let's get his opening comments. I think that says a lot, and we can um, we can skip players today. Let's get his opening comments. And this is Coach Huff immediately after the game. It was about a twenty minute period after the game before the post game session began, and so. Here's Coach Huff addressing the media last night at the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. Um, well, first of all, um, hats off to, excuse me, UTSA. Um, unbelievable team, unbelievable performance tonight. Uh, took advantage of some opportunities, made a lot of plays. So hats off to them and Coach Trailer. Um, thank you to the Scooters Frisco Bowl. Um, it's been an unbelievable week. Um, as far as the hospitality goes, the city of Frisco has been phenomenal. Um, the whole bowl was organized very well. Uh, we enjoyed our time here. Um, obviously not the result we wanted, but um, really proud of these players. These are just two of the examples of the guys that are in that locker room who um, have been through a lot this season um, and showed up every day, you know, ready to work. And I think, again, obviously the result's not what we want, but what we learned this season is ultimately you got to persevere, expectations, talent, and um, what you want to be able to do um, have to match your discipline to be able to consistently do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it the way it's supposed to be done on and off the field. Um, I think we learned that. I think moving forward for our seniors, uh, this is a great learning lesson. 
Um, really proud of their competitive spirit, really proud of their um, grit and grind. Had a lot of opportunities this season where, you know, we could have went more left than it did. Um, but they were able to show up. Hopefully the fans in Huntington appreciate um, seeing these kind of guys, you know, Jaden and Talik, Jaden, Talik, um, Owen Porter, Eli Neal, um, Dalton Tucker, those guys showing up every single day with the grit and grind. Um, I think it says a lot when, you know, our guys show up and play in bowl games. We're seeing Ali play today, Driscoll play today. Um, we got a lot to improve on, don't get me wrong. Um, and we got to make sure we do a really good job of, uh, recruiting this off season, um, the portal, we got to be active in it. We got to be active in high school recruiting, um, to ultimately put the pieces around the guys we have returning. Um, so we can take a step. Uh, That's coach Huff's opening statement from last night. Well, technically this morning's post game, we're going to get his full presser. It's not that long, but we're going to get his full presser. When we continue, I'll give you a chance to react to it. Our text line this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up, including your text when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The cold and then some. The long-lasting all-season Michelin Cross Climate 2 tire. Because winter doesn't last forever. Between 1115 and 12.5, get $70 via reward card or virtual prepay card. After online submission with the purchase of four new Michelin passenger or light truck tires. $70 tire rebate on all tire lines. Plus a $30 bonus rebate on Michelin winter tires only. See TikTok Tire, 3rd Avenue and Huntington across from Jonesy Edwards Stadium. www.michelinman.com forward slash auto forward slash deals hyphen promotions hyphen and hyphen rebates. For complete detail, offer expires fill 523. Void prohibited. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender, member NC UA. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes. Spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub, calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be. Stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with kids, finances, insurance, and life? Well, let your State Farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state. With State Farm handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40%. Help you get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, John Garton, 304-525-1116. In Barbersville, Marcia Slater, 304-736-6100. And in Cerrito, Aaron Billups, 304-453. 4600. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. 
Grandview Flooring of Gallipolis and Middleport would like to wish all of you a happy holiday this year. Spend time with family, friends, loved ones, cherish your moments, and keep them in your hearts forever. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from all of the staff at Grandview Flooring. Osborne Equipment of Jackson, Ohio would like to tell all of you that this is the season and time to make beautiful memories. Cherish every moment with your loved ones to last a lifetime. Osborne Equipment would like to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. Crow Hustle Funeral Home celebrates Christmas with you and your family by sharing the message of peace, love, and joy. We help all of you have safe travels and make wonderful memories with your family and friends this year. Merry Christmas from Crow Hustle Funeral Home, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Pollux Jewelers would like to thank you for your business this year and would like to wish you and yours a Merry Christmas and a safe and prosperous new year. Happy holidays from Pollux Jewelers. Visit Pollux Jewelers at 913 Winchester Avenue in Ashland or call us at 606 924 3197. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Recapping last night, technically this morning's result. Scooters Coffee, Frisco Bowl, UTSA 35, Marshall 17. And here's a little uh, salt in the wound. UTSA getting its first win in program history in a bowl. UTSA had lost its first four attempts to winning a bowl. Won the fifth one against Marshall, former Conference USA foe for the Thundering Herd. Last night, or this morning, depending on where you were at, Thundering Herd spoke to the media. Coach Huff specifically spoke to the media after the game, highlighted a few things, uh, what needs to be done. At one point, talked about how last season Marshall did better and then everyone told him how good they were. And now that they had this season, maybe that's a good thing because everybody won't be telling them how good they are now trying to balance all of that. And, of course, he explained a little bit more, at least, about the Rasheen Ali situation, why he wasn't available. And as I was um, you know, informed earlier from a couple of sources close to the program that you know, that was a Rasheen Ali decision, ultimately, that the Rasheen wasn't going to be as available for the game as he was. So, actually, Rasheen participated more than he expected to participate and that first part of the game. And again, that's uh, according to uh, sources close to the program. Here's Coach Huff, his comments, and then we will talk about it. I thought they, I mean, they made some adjustment. They didn't do anything different. There was probably one or two, you know, formation things that, you know, they hadn't shown a ton of that they that they went to. I thought the difference in the second quarter kind of on is we started kind of getting leaky, you know, and everything started kind of, you know, three or four yards, you know, miss a tackle and it turned into four or five yards early in the game. I thought we tackled well. I thought we stopped the run. And then as the game went on, we kind of started getting leaky where all of a sudden now they were getting, you know, four or five yards and being in manageable second and third down situations and then doing a good job of converting. Um, I thought ultimately they kind of stuck with their plan. You know, they were consistent with what they wanted to do and we weren't able to keep the same kind of, um, um, what do you call it? You know, tackling consistency as the game went on. Uh, we knew that was going to be one of our issues. You know, we had to tackle well in order to stay in the game. Um, and I thought as the game went on, we kind of got, you know, looser and looser on that. 
Great. We'll go right up here. We actually right up here and then we'll go back in the middle. Jacob Richman, a Lone Star Live coach. There there obviously wasn't too much footage on uh, UTSA, UTSA's quarterback uh, going into the game. Uh, how did you guys kind of try to adjust to him on the fly as you found out that he would be the one you guys were facing? Yeah, we kind of knew kind of going into, you know, this week that there was a possibility that we may have to play different quarterbacks. So we had a little bit of a, um, you know, library on what he's done over the last, you know, couple of games or guess couple of years. Um, so we were able to do it. We felt it really didn't matter who the quarterback was. It was kind of, they were going to do what they did well. Um, and we thought they, they did that, you know, and I thought early in the game, we were able to kind of come up with some big plays, tackle for loss, you know, turnovers. Um, and as the game went on, you know, they made some plays and, and I thought, you know, quarterback aside, I thought it was more them doing a really good job of sticking to what they do, what they do. Well, obviously he's probably gotten a ton of reps, you know, in a practice setting, what they were trying to do. And I thought he managed it well. Back to the middle right here. Um, Luke Creasy with HD media. Um, when you look at the defense's ability to force three turnovers, but the offense um, couldn't always convert on that. I had the touchdown on one, but uh, three and outs on the other two. Um, how much did that hurt um, when, when you had those extra possessions, but, but couldn't capitalize? Yeah, I mean, we knew offensively we were going to have to play really well, really clean. Uh, we knew we were going to have to try to stay out of third and long. Uh, we knew we were going to have to kind of get the run game going against a really good run defense. Um, we knew there were a couple of times there, one of our kind of keys to the game was we had to hit our shots. Um, I don't think we hit enough of them. You know, there were a couple there that we did hit, but we didn't hit enough of them. Um, and that was good. That was had to be the way that we moved the ball down the field without going 10 or 11 plays in a row. Um, and then when those turnovers happened, they were in situations where, hey, we knew we got to hit a shot somewhere in this series. Um, the ones we did, we got in good field position, was able to get close to scoring. The ones we didn't, we weren't able to do that. Um, that's the difference in the game. You know, when you're trying to manage what you have available, those shots were going to have to be huge um, with them. Those are the ones we got to find a way to come up with um, in order to kind of take advantage of those extra possessions. Back to Luke right here in the middle. Um, you know, you mentioned running the ball. Obviously, Ali has a big uh, first half. Can you explain um, the, the decision to, to not play him in the second half? Was that your decision, his decision, or what did that look like? No, he was unavailable. One of those plays, he, you know, kind of got, he fell or something happened. Trainers told me he's unavailable. I think, I don't know exactly what it was, but something happened in one of those plays. Um, and then at that point, we were kind of rolling, you know, with what we had. We knew it probably trying to happen same time that we got in that range. And okay, now we got to throw it a little more. Um, so once he became unavailable, we we had planned to kind of have him on a pitch count anyway, um, just because of where, you know, he's been this season. Um, I think he got over that, you know what I mean? But when it got to the point to where we have to throw it, you know, obviously we were getting into different personnel and that type of deal. Right. Any other questions in the room for Coach Huff? Alex, right over here on the right, and then we'll go last call on Zoom. If anybody on Zoom hmm. wants to ask a question, please just raise your hand virtually. Go ahead, Alex. Coach, in a couple of field goal attempts, there were a couple of false starts. Was there something specific? Was was the crowd maybe inducing any of their? No, um, there was um, alleged. Our guys were saying that they were, you know, saying move or go, and I don't know if that was intentional or not. The referees didn't hear it. Um, but our whole right side jumps, you know what I mean? That's kind of what happened. They said that they were, you know, saying move or go, whatever the calls were. Obviously, we got to be more disciplined in that, you know, scenario. Um, that series right there, right after the half, was probably a huge momentum swing, you know. Uh, we had a chance to get points on the board, had a chance to kind of get back within the score. 
Um, and then we get the penalties and kind of back us up. You know, that was one of the things we talked about. Got to play really, really clean, you know, and obviously, you know, you can't jump on move or go or, you know, guys stemming. Um, we did. Um, and those are the things that put you behind the eight ball when you're trying to make sure that you stay in striking distance with a really good team. And last one in the middle right here. Obviously, uh, never want to end the season on a loss. Um, six and seven overall this year. How do you take what has happened now um, and build toward the future in an off season where there are going to be some changes? Yeah, I think it's really good because last season we ended nine and whatever, and everybody told us how great we were. And I don't know if we let that affect us. I don't know if we let that affect who we think we are. Um, but this should bring us back to ground zero because everybody will tell us how bad we suck. Um, so it should bring us back to ground zero. And I think, again, if you look back over our history, the very first year we were in a very similar situation and everyone was telling us, you know, hey, we got to get better, got to get better. And we came back and rebounded and played really, really well in year two. And probably we got too many pats on the back, right? Every time you turn around, it's talking about beating Notre Dame, which is a phenomenal feat, but that game's over. Every time you turn around, we're talking about, hey, you, you know, nine game in with nine games and, you know, quarterbacks are now nine, 10 game win streak. Um, that's over. And what we've got to realize is as good as we can be, the history in the past do nothing for you. We got to be, be able to move forward. We got to be able to get better today. And those players that helped us get to those, you know, certain things are gone. And players got to step up and stepping up doesn't mean that you just step up and all of a sudden you become the guy that was in front of you. You got to work to be better. You got to work to improve. You got to work to get ready to do these things. Um, so hopefully this is a great opportunity for us to go back to ground zero and start over and understand that every single day we got to come out and earn the right to be really, really good. Maybe everyone telling us you know, how good we are. It's to our head, and now all of a sudden, we our expectation of ourselves. And trust me, there's nothing wrong with positive, positive reinforcement, but you know, praise or criticism can't have too much of either. You can't let it affect you either way. Um, so this is a really good opportunity for us to take a strong look in the mirror, coaches as well. I'm not just pointing fingers at one position. Everybody, how good do we want to be? How much? How hard are we willing to work to be that? And then are we able to stay humble enough? in order to obtain that. Coach, thank you so much. Yep. Thanks, thank guys. So appreciate everybody. Um, appreciate everybody that made it down for the bowl game, all the fans. Appreciate uh, administration for getting us to this point with the way that college football um, is right now with Christian Spears and Brad Smith for doing to create the opportunities for us to be in environments like this has been great. Um, again, appreciate the seniors um, and appreciate every single guy um, that that blood, sweat, and tear this year to, to get us where we are. So thanks, guys. Go ahead. That's Coach Huff, his full comments from last night and technically this morning's presser. What do you think he was speaking to? Was he addressing the media or members of the media? Was he addressing me, guys like Luke Creasy, guys like Keith Morehouse, Mark Martin, Cassidy Wood? Was he addressing fans? Was he addressing recruits? Was he addressing players? Who was he addressing in that last night? What do you think? He had a lot to say, went in a lot of directions. We will wrap it up when we continue. We'll touch a little bit on signing day as well. We're going to have a busy, full 
next couple of days. So we'll have plenty of time to get into all of that, but we'll do more of that when we continue on this edition of The Drive. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball to college football, bowl games, and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's our final segment for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We've been recapping Marshall's loss last night. UTSA beat Marshall and the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. I could have gone for some of that Scooters Coffee this morning, today, right now. 35-17, a late night for a lot of Herd fans. Thanks for sticking with me last night and joining me today here on today's edition of The Drive. Let's hit the text line quickly. Texture says, hello, and not really disappointed about the bowl game. My biggest disappointment was North Carolina State University. Happy with wins over Virginia Tech and ECU. I would have been satisfied with season if we beat North Carolina State and finished the season at 6-7. and seven. Uh, I would have been happier with um, – I'd have taken 7-6. and six. No, I get what you're saying. Those were some key wins, but, you know, you want to try to win them all. Obviously, you want to try to win them all. Texture says, no receiver has been able to separate or catch in traffic, and they always seem to have untimely drops. This has been the case even into the last couple of years with Doc. They have to be able to step up and help young quarterbacks and bail them out. The one thing here about Doc was uh, Doc was consistent. The Herd won. I know a lot of people maybe didn't think he could get the Herd to the next level, but uh, this is the first losing season for the Herd since 2016. Texture says, in regarding to who Coach was addressing, he said he was addressing all of the above. Regarding Ali, it's clear that Coach was dancing around a delicate situation. Texture says, putting the blame on anybody but himself. 
Hashtag in over his head. So, Coach had a lot to say, a lot to unpack there. And that's been a criticism of Coach that he hasn't necessarily taken the blame. I think ultimately as the head coach, he knows he's responsible. As the head coach, he's ultimately responsible. He's the guy that we all look at. And what happens? First, you try to change what's not working, and that includes sometimes personnel have to be changed in your staff. That means coordinators, coaches. Yeah, you you get rid of coaches and you bring other coaches in and try to correct and you try to recruit to pick up where you are deficient. And there's some interesting names coming out of the uh, out of the portal and out of the signing class. You know, we have locally of note. I don't want to ignore them before we uh, run out of time here. But uh, Michael Lunsford, Capital Midland High School product, coming to the herd and. Jaquai Long of Hurricane High School coming out of high school, coming with the herd. Long, the former son of the former Marshall University standout and WVU standout Gerald Long. 120 of 184 passes for 108 for 1,833 yards. There's a lot I'm trying to rush through. I will. I'll get it all in tomorrow. Hopefully we'll have plenty of time tomorrow. I'm going to be back at the Henderson Center tomorrow as well. We're going to have Marshall basketball to get into. So instead of trying to rush through all of this, let's do a really good job. Once we get everything in tomorrow, we can talk about it and analyze it a little bit better. And we'll get more of your comments as well. How do you feel a couple days after looking at the signing class? Where do you feel the herd got better? Where do you hope the herd got better? So we'll get your impressions. Of course, you can find me on Twitter formerly known as Twitter. It's now X at Paul Swan. I'll be back with you tomorrow. I'll be better caffeinated. That's a big goal of mine today. Caffeine as much as I possibly can get. And we'll get more of that tomorrow. Thankfully, Uh, tomorrow's another day. Thanks for being a part of it. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for staying up late with me this morning. Thanks for being with me tonight. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, have a great night, everyone. Retransmitting in Glorious FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.